Hello, my dear friend, and welcome to another episode of Spiritual Engineered. I'm your host, Alvin Zepeda, the voice behind this spiritual exploration into the dynamic relationships between our individual self, spirit guides, people, and the abundance of opportunities here on planet Earth. Without further ado, let's begin. So, I was having a conversation, almost like a, uh, well, I was checking in with my well, my sister was checking in with me about something that came up in her conversation with her friends. And, you know, she had shared with me um, that a, f- a mutual friend in her circle had passed away. And I had a moment for myself um, when it came to this, just thinking about death without trying to be morbid <laughs> or depressing or anything like that. And for me... You know, I had thought about it for a bit, and for me, it's like I I I, f- I feel like <clears throat> where I'm at right now and what uh, I'm going through in some senses uh, is kind of working through. Um, I guess you know the title of this episode is "Living Living Off the Fence," <clears throat> living my life off the fence um, because. You know, when I mentioned death earlier, I was just thinking about like, okay, um, something that my mentor had asked me at a certain point uh, when I was in Iowa last year during that time there, he had asked me, you know, he was like, he was like, Alvin, if you only had a year left to live, what would you do? And so, you know, he, he had, I had given him, well, <laughs> well, just thinking about it when he had asked me that, I mean, I mean, I, I mentioned some stuff, but it's just like, it's one of those things that yeah, I felt like I really need to sit with a little bit more and and take some time to just like get to the bottom of it. Because, you know, when it comes to death, I feel like it was one of the, you know, before I used to, I would see it as something that's just like kind of scary. You don't want to talk about it. Let's not, let's not talk about people dying, even though there are people who are passing away every single day through various means. Um various means in many ways excuse me um and i mean that's just part of the nature and like of being here and with so many people i mean just as there's people passing on there's other people (laughs) other souls moving in and being born into a physical body and um so when going back to the conversation when my sister was telling me about that after she you know we were checking in um, and she told me about that. I just thought, man, how much of a different perspective would it really give me if I truly like felt that? Like, what if I did have only a year left? And of course, I'm not trying to say this like with a sense of urgence or it's like, well, in some sense, yeah, with the sense of urgence, but without the pressure. Um, but it's not meant to just be like, oh, like, what if, you know, whatever, or trying to contemplate the future or anything like that, because again, ultimately it depends on what you do now, what I do now, it's heavily dependent. Um, and I think, it, you know, ha- framing it that way, like, shoot, if I only did have a year left, what would I do? I mean, really, and really taking the time to sit with that and be sincere with myself to, you know, actually, you know, really sit with that, make space for that. Like, what would I really seriously do? And again, and I feel like, you know, I could ask the same question, like if I had no limitations, if financials weren't an obstacle, you know, whatever the case may be, what would I do? You know, um, I think that's something that people, 
it's a, it's important that people take the time to do that for themselves because um, oftentimes I think people get and I, myself again no exception here is and speaking from experience uh, have fallen into the trap of being comfy um, and I use that word intentionally being comfy because I find that in, for me is very different from being or feeling comfortable comfy to me it's like it's a mindset it's like in some sense it's it's stagnant it's taking things for granted it's getting used to things it's kind of seeing each day as monotonous or just dull same old same old different day whatever type of thing and it's just a really dull and boring and a lack of life, lack of, you know, of, of, of some kind of, you know, optimistic uh, um, lens of life. It's more so geared towards like, like pessimistic or just it's whatever. It's, it's like the, the same language of like, oh, I'm just existing. I'm just here doing stuff and, and that's it, you know, you know, type of thing. Where in reality, we all have a purpose. We all have, we're all here to, you know. Um, as souls to be involved, to live, to live our lives and to really do that in the sense uh, from being involved in what's in alignment with our purpose, our path because everybody's got a different path, you know. Um, and, you know, and, and I'll share briefly, briefly on this, you know, in some sense, um, when it comes to like time, because again, time is very precious. In some sense, I have all the time in the universe, but in this, as far as this physical vehicle is concerned, it's definitely finite. So there's a sense of just like, okay, what am I going to do with this current lifetime? You know, is this, am I going to just waste it away or just, or actually be involved and do things that actually feel fulfilling to me, that help me advance forward, that helps me grow and develop as a human being to grow and evolve as a soul. Um, because I know deep down, all of us spiritually, we all crave that, we want that. There's this desire as a soul to expand. So to not do that and to, to, to buy into this comfy mindset goes so against who we are as a soul as energy it's totally just not us and so you know i just found myself just thinking about that like and just been and and, and why i've been really intentional about you know what i've been doing day to day even though again it's been tough it can it's been tough for me you know but i try to take those moments out of my day to just well for one be grateful and uh for the many blessings that i have uh, it can, it's so easy, you know, to just focus on the, on the minority negative, which stems from just a poor perspective. Um, from, you know, uh, my experiences, it's easy to just buy into those stuff and then just let that kind of define everything else or like the general light lens, my general lens on things, you know, it's like, um, it's like I, I've, you know, I've had this thought like, don't let unpleasant experiences justify poor perspective on life. Um, but uh, in, 
and so it's just like taking those times to just check myself, be present with myself. Because again, uh, part of what the, the being comfy, you know, I, I think it's part of the mindset, you know, because there's so many ways that people can be comfy. I know for me, and 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 uh, part of the ways that I know I can be comfy is is playing video games, <laughs> living a virtual life, <laughs> and not actually necessarily putting enough energy into my life, my goals, my dreams, and ambitions. You know, that's kind of that sums up in many ways, although not all of it. Because um, I was involved and did stuff for friends, family, and, and things like that. But I did invest a lot of energy, a lot of time into uh, playing video games in my 20s. And I know if I would have done anything differently, I would have taken the time to not play as much as I did. And just really cultivate hobbies and explore and see what, what else. Because it's like, because I think the big thing that 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 for me that really that I, that I think I was comfy with is the instant gratification the instant gratification to just really oh this is giving me instant gratification I want to keep experiencing this I want to experience this in a sense this feeling of highness like feeling high but stimulated by something in the external when really it's important to be able to have that that the feeling high bright fulfilled joyful all from within and not allow and, and not have a tendency or habit to rely on something external to help me feel fulfilled or, you know, um, all that good stuff, to feel happy, you know. That, um, and so, so there was an aspect of like my, my job uh, as well that comes into the picture. So, video games and my job. And, you know, I, I think when, <clears throat> when it comes to being comfy, I see that people can get into this trap of of escapism um, or distractions. And again, it's like, and, and I mentioned video games. I'm not trying to bash on video games. Like I, I'm always going to consider myself video games and I'm always going to play you know, video games until I decide I don't want to anymore. It's just how it's used. It's how, how let's say, if it's a job or, or if it's, for other people, an addiction to like a drug or something, how it's used is the important factor to consider. Not exactly the what, what it is. Not the drug itself. It's how it's used. Um, how video games are used. Or how, or even like, you know, how I may manage, like say, eating, for example, cravings or something like that. I think it's essential to just really be conscious in that way. Um, and so for me to get off of this comfy mindset or I, I, there was a point in my life where I was feeling like I needed to make some shifts, although I was kind of wrestling with it for a while, and particularly as it related to my job and you know, wanting to live life off the fence. You know, for me, that was like taking a chance and leaving my job that I had been there for like nine years working at a middle school. Um, and not certain what the next step was going to be, nor that not even consider or even thought about. But all I knew was like I needed to shift my current circumstances. And so there is a lot of power in being uncomfortable or discomfort. Uh, there's a, there's 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 definitely some good value in there uh, as a sense of like how I can serve as an indication for us 
of something that needs to be checked. You know, just like how with with emotions, emotions are there just a, uh, emotions are just a means of communicate uh, communicating a means of communication, um, and it's just indicative to my for myself and to also from other people of just something to listen and pay attention to, like what's going on here. What's um, you know, I, I see them as like, you know, alarms, even though at times it can be tough, though. I, it can be tough because whatever it is that I'm thinking about, whatever, I can get caught up in that. And that may be causing me, you know, some kind of emotional distress. So it's easier said than done. Um, make no mistake. Um, but anyway, going back to the discomfort and just like feeling like something needed to change, like and. You know, I had, and, and part of like what motivated me to want to make the decision that I did regarding leaving my, my previous job was just the feeling of excitement I felt of, of the possibilities <clears throat> ahead. If, you know, leaving that job that I felt very busy and kind of, in some sense, kind of locked down because of my responsibilities and what I had to do and the amount of time I had to give to be able to perform my tasks and stuff. You know, it was very refreshing and it felt light. And so that was that, that, that's a very important thing. You know, whatever genuinely gives us a, a, a genuine feeling of excitement, of spark, I think is something important to pursue and follow. And something that I've been kind of in my exploration during my time of unemployment to discover and discern, you know, what, what do I want more in my life? And in, that, in doing that and getting to the bottom of it, where do I need to go? Where do I want to go? And in this process, you know, I'm not, I know I'm not alone in this endeavor, and neither are any of us. And, 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 it's, and it's for things like situations like this of trying to navigate life. That's why we have angels, guardian angels, there with us, assisting us every step of the way. Um, and so, <clears throat> you know, one of the things I think it's important for me, you know, when trying to commit to living life off living my life off the fence i have to be very wary of um social media as well because um i think with social media where i fall under the trap oftentimes is getting into this like spectatorship or i'm spectating other people um and what what they have going on and i'm sure people are sharing for you know a lot of cool stuff that's going on, and but it's like it could be very debilitating, and you know, for me personally, that's why I try not to be on social media that much. And if I'm on, I'll just share some stuff I feel inspired to share, whether it's a post or reposting something I found that was pretty interesting, that was inspiring or thoughtful, and I try to limit it. But it's amazing how I can get caught in that, I can get sucked into that, and it's just like this mindless, passive, just the term I've heard, doom scrolling. <laughs> And that's that's definitely living life on the fence, which is <laughs> a no-no. <laughs> no es bueno. It's not good. Um, but really taking the time to just be involved in the things that really matter, you know. And I think one of the big things that um, for myself that I'm doing a little bit more of is like making that space so that I can create more of that living life off the fence. And just being more involved in things that I care about. You know, because life is meant to be enjoyed and to, 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 to grow 
to enjoy the things that it has to offer us. It's not, I mean, yeah, there's suffering out there, but there's also free will. I need you to keep that in mind. And, um, and <sighs> there's, a, there's, there's something in everything. There's like a, a place in everything, and it's just really just a, uh, developing a balanced perspective of everything. Without judging it, without, you know, this, is or that. But, I mean, I, I think it's really important. I think it is possible for everybody to just be able to, you know, and just enjoy, enjoy their own lives. And I think everybody's deserving to enjoy their own lives. It's just, man, the, the distractions. <laughs> the distractions, I know, are the things that have to be very careful. You know, something I started doing and I want to continue doing um, you know, to kind of, <laughs> with the distractions. Because I feel like we're, we, we've developed these, this tendency, especially with like social media and, and the nature of social media and like and YouTube and stuff like that. And like with, with reels and things like that, you know, uh, touching on attention spans. Man, that really does can be, that's a, that, that can be really damaging to the average person, to anybody, honestly. And so it's, it's 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 one of those things where it's just like <laughs> get those distractions out, come back to the present moment. Even like I have to catch myself at times when I'm like eating. I always take some time rather than just watch something because it's like almost it's like almost it's like my go-to. It's like oh let me pull up my iPad and let me just watch some YouTube videos as I'm eating. And again, there's a time and place for it for sure. But for me, I'm recognizing like there have there's some days where I really just have to need to just be with myself and just eat and. And just be there, not watching anything, just being there and being present. Because that's the, the being present, being involved in where I'm at right now. Like, hey, where, where am I? That's, you know, a huge component of living life. You know, just holy, you know, not, not being on that fence. Not being a, a wishy-washy, wishful thinker. Because that's another thing, too. Like, daydreaming, daydreams are, are good. But when they just stay a daydream or if I'm just like living in my head or if I'm fantasizing or something like that. Again, that's another form of living life off the fence. <laughs> um, and so that <laughs> is just one of those things. Again, I find myself thinking about coming back to my conversation with my sisters, like death and stuff like that. And like really, really seeing death as an ally, not as something to be feared, but as something to just... In some sense, something it can be in, in a weird way. See, as something refreshing, or to get me off of this comfy energy, you know, and and experience some discomfort, so that I can get doing to something that actually is meaningful, and not just settle for something that I have no business, you know, um, being involved in. You know, because I feel like a lot of us can fall in that trap of being involved in things that has nothing to do with us, that's not in our best interest, that's none of our business. And that that only stems from a lack of having personal fulfillment in our own lives, honestly. But if you ask any person who's truly having fun and enjoying their own lives, they're not going to be like nosing around or trying to speculate or do it. You know, they're going to focus on like enjoying their lives, and and they'll draw inspiration from people and observe like those who are you know living successfully, what what they're doing right, which I think is a good strategy. You know, it's like it's always it's always good to just. Um, 
you know, at least as a practice for myself, observe the people who are successful. Now, again, I don't do this enough, but I'm saying that like, okay, it's something that I know I could do more of. Of just observing like, what, what's, what's this person that seems to be doing successful? What are they doing right? And things like that. So, so if you only had a finite amount of time on this planet, you know, in this physical body that of yours, you know, what would you do, you know? Would you give yourself some time out of your day to even like journal for a bit and talk and write and, write and kind of go over it, make that make that space? And in some sense, it's like the cure to comfy that mindset, making some space for discomfort in some ways. Now, I'm not saying like invite something or purposely just like, oh, I'm going to make myself uncomfortable or whatever. I mean, maybe something to kind of snap me out of that comfy kind of hypnosis type of thing. Because that's how I kind of also see it. It's like this hypnosis kind of this being passive, autopilot, like that, all that. This is, again, living life on the fence, not off of it. So... Yeah, it's just something that, you know, I, I have, I'm having more concern. And honestly, and, you know, though in my, you know, when working through unemployment and stuff, I've definitely been feeling that, that, that distress because I know I have some stuff piling up, but I'm thankful that I have help and I have some savings still. But one of the things that I can appreciate about the discomfort of, shoot, like, like I need to really, you know, get back to earning income so I can cover these costs, covers the stuff that I need to cover and things like that. The, something I appreciate is, is, is the fact that it just kind of gets me having more concern. I think that's something that can benefit from feeling uncomfortable if used correctly. Like, okay, this is comfort, man. I need to actually be paying attention here. And all this is just like being able to shift that perspective, shift that mindset. Because, I mean, I know deep down when it comes to being comfy, that mindset, because there's always a tiny grain of truth in everything. There, there's always something good amidst something that's not necessarily good at all. Like habit tendency, there's always some tiny little speck of good intentions there. And I think when it comes to comfy, I think for me it's like the need to have some sense of like, uh, to feel comfortable, to feel secure, and also to, to feel, uh, to have some sense of stability. And I think it's important to cultivate that through, cultivate stability through changes. Because change is the guaranteed in life <laughs> that will happen, <laughs> you know. And I think that when, if I when I find myself in like in that comfy mindset and I'm in this point where I, in the dangers one of the dangers is allowing my life to just passing by. It's almost like life will sneak up on you and it's just like oh shoot like one example obvious examples would be like aging, you know that like, oh shoot gray hair oh shoot all this like and then it starts to set in and it's just like if I spend too much time being comfy, that can really hit very negatively very bad and then. You know, I think that's part of, I think, what, what happens in those who are experiencing, like, an existential crisis and going through, well, well let me take that back. <laughs> um, I just think, um, 
I mean, in some sense, perhaps, yeah, some kind of existential crisis where it's like being comfy, comfy, comfy until something comes up where it's like it snaps us out, but it's like something extreme, right? It's like, oh, shoot, like my sense, like I'm, you know, a quarter of a life, you know, or halfway or midlife crisis or whatever the case may be, or God forbid, you know, in a extreme case scenario, uh, developing a disease, a life-changing disease. And sometimes that happens to people that, uh, that's something that happens as a result of an accumulation, Disease doesn't happen overnight, generally speaking. I mean, it's something that happens over just, again, being comfy, not listening, kind of being caught, being caught in the busy, being either in my head or whatever. You know, living life off the fence is so important because it can it will save me the wear and tear of having these existential crises or whatever the stuff that may come up. You know, prevent like a, a a terminal illness or something like that. Because there's something there's a, there's a spiritual root in all that stuff. You know, there's there's this, the term disease or disease. That's just like a pattern that eventually, if it's put if there's enough energy that goes into it long enough, it'll manifest into into some something physical. And so. <laughs> yeah, I just again not to get I don't want to get too kind of pessimistic or like oh shoot like I just think it's important if, if there's anything to be gained from here that I would hope you would gain from this is just taking that time if, you know because um, it I think one of the, the thing is just like really taking the time because I know I can give the excuse I'm not I don't know if you do but for myself I can make an excuse like oh I don't have enough time to do this or this or that or you know when especially when it comes to dreams oh, I don't have time to pursue this or that because this is this those are excuses. That's that's another component also I want to add when it comes to living life on the fence. Is just coming up with excuses not to do anything to or not to even live my life. To, to, to settle for like the mundane or something that is just doesn't give any spark within myself. So it's just I just wanted to add that little tidbit there um, as well. Again, I'm just mentioning different components of you know living life on the fence or living life off the fence. Which is the one worth pursuing, living off of it. You know, just so yeah, so just taking that time to do it, I think, is a powerful step in that direction. Um, you know, I I think this is, is a, this is where a good practice is of just being able to just listen to oneself, like what's coming up, rather than just go out, going, you know, getting distracted. Something that I, I I'm doing is like sitting down for like a couple of minutes and looking at the wall and just allowing feelings and thoughts to come up and to embrace them, not fight them, not resist them. Because I think the key to living, living life off the fence is identifying the things that are holding us back or the things that we are allowing to hold us back. There's never anything external necessarily that's that's always that's 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 stopping us from doing something. It's the excuses we put based out of fear, insecurity, or shyness. I know that can be a thing for me sometimes, or often, uh, or not. Well, sometimes, sometimes, but it's there. It's just identifying, creating that space to just allow. It's like, okay, what's 
You know, what are some of my obstacles? So it's like setting that time to just kind of cultivate, like what gives me spark, what gives me joy, you know, kind of, you know, perhaps you're looking to see how can I do more of that, how I can, you know, you know, kind of going on what I, what I would do is just, again, identify the things that are what sparks joy in me, kind of being an observer, and then also paying attention to, okay, what's coming up that's holding me back? What are some of the, 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 the languages I'm saying to myself, oh, I can't do it because this, or why is this, blah, 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 or I can only do this if, blah, blah, blah. Like those are limiting thoughts or conversations that, that I know that can that may run off that run in my head and I think it's important to pay, pay attention to and when those can be identified switch it like oh no I can do this anytime I can feel you know like for me it's like uh, an important one is like I can feel fulfilled right now I can feel content and happy right now I don't have to wait or get, wait for permission to feel something or wait for certain conditions to be made I can feel it now I can feel you know just I can feel joyful, excited. And again, it can, it can be easier said than done. But all of it just takes practice. It really does. Practice is so important. But um, yeah, because comfy. Um, We all deep down want to really live life. And if we settle for just comfy or or settle for for that mindset, we really could just go down on a path of just like of of resentment and which we could probably, which I know uh, may or may not place it on something outside. So like, oh, you know, but anyway, <laughs> um, that's just something that I wanted to just share about in this this episode. It's just really getting back to and committing more to of like living life off the fence and really taking each moment, not just each day, but each and every single moment, each and every single moment, enjoying it for what it is, not getting too caught up in my head, and just appreciating all the experiences I'm having, like. You know, like one recent experience, I had like a nice, cool uh, contact jam yesterday. It was like, you know, with the contact improv, a form of uh, dancing through con- a point of contact. And that was a moment when I know I was definitely living in the moment and I was there. I was present. And it's like, I need more of that in my life. Whatever gets you grounded in the moment and you're just like really, in some sense, lost and you're doing something active. You know, be it something physical or if you're creating something or... Or movement, you know, movement is definitely a good tool. It's, it can be very useful to really get into that embodiment and feeling now. Like I am here, I'm alive. <laughs> I'm here, I'm alive. <laughs> I'm alive, baby. I'm alive. <laughs> uh, yeah, because like I say, comfy is just uh, dull, monotonous, and it's kind of boring, and blah blah blah. You know, <laughs> that's like a robot. You are not a robot. <laughs> you are a dynamic, active, living soul. And so, I'll ask again. <laughs> if you only had a year left, if you only had, you know, knowing that your time is really precious, you know, what would you do?
with your time? What would you like to do more of? What would you like to do less of? Or maybe what, what, what's something that you've been kind of procrastinating and putting in the back burner, but deep down you know it's something that needs to be done as soon as possible. Or some, something needs to be done or it needs to be, there needs to be some action. But in any case, I'll just, I'll leave you with that. I'm going to, you know, take this with me as I'm moving into my day today and, and the rest of this week. You know, I hope you do as well too. You know, like I said, def, that's why, you know, again, I, I think about death from time to time. And it's just, again, not to be morbid or anything like that, but just like to appreciate how it's just like, hey, my time here is precious. Just having that positive, optimistic view of it. It's just, my time here is is, is it's finite, and we're all living a story here. We're all we're all living. We're all the main characters of our own unique stories. Make yours a beautiful one, worth remembering. And you know, looking back on, like, oh man, I'm glad I did did what I did. So. I'll leave it there, my friend. Um, if you made it this far into the uh, the episode, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it so much. Um, this has been another episode of Spiritually Engineered. I'm Alvin Zepeda signing off, and wish you the best, my friend. Hope the week is off is going well. If not, I trust it can get better. I wish, give you best wishes, and um, I'll see you at the next one.